they said it couldn't be done. One thousand years of status quo with nothing changing. I don't know if you guys remember, up through Harry's and Meghan's wedding, the media claim, you know, the claims was of a modernizing royal family in a breath of fresh air. Later did we know that you had no intention of changing your ways. And the sad part about it, we fell for it. <clears throat> I know I did. Because really, you never had any plans to change. And set what you tried to do, you tried to destroy them. But what you did not see coming your way is that the people of the world will stand strong with Meghan and Harry and said, no, this is where it stopped. Harry is not having it because change is necessary. Harry is ready and we are ready to fight for that change because this is our future and it's worth fighting for. He is ready and we are right there with him. And the strategy that he's using is the strategy nearly all of you politicians and leaders will recognize. You know the one that call the art of war? I'm sure you guys know all about it. And what I don't understand, I, I, I mean, for the life of me, I don't get the response. If you guys think that a good response is to now start attacking mental health in the 21st century, it's really not a winning strategy. It really not. <clears throat> and I think you guys going to have to accept that fact. Because there's no way out for you guys unless you change. So let's get the show going. You'll never go black singing. Once you go black, you'll never go black. The queen say, Harry, my grandson, you was always happy with the rules that we set. But she can't feel what Harry is feeling because she never eat a black meat yet. Hey! Everybody at home, go Harry. Say, go Harry. Lisa, go Harry. Go Harry. Go, go Harry. Harry. 
Go Harry. Go Harry. We tell you Go guys Harry. it was not going to work. Go Harry. We tell you that you're gonna be in trouble. Go, Go Harry. Harry. He's killing them softly. Go Harry. <laughs> <laughs> wow, mystery lions. Oh my God, I think it's yeah, lions, right? Theory lions. What an amazing singer, guys. We need to make this number one hit. I think it's such an appropriate song for the book. So whatever we gotta do to move this song, we gotta do it. Um, obviously, we'll we'll put the whole song on the show note. I mean, she's incredible. She's beautiful, and wow. What a loss that the, the, the royal family, you know, what a mistake everyone made. Well, hello, everybody. We're back <laughs> again. Um, sorry for our absence. Obviously, you know, life happened and we've been through a lot past couple months. And it's incredible how everything that's happening right now at the moment one way shape or form we're actually experiencing it in our own life you know i guess for all my guests here um and we realize that you know what that is the reason why we must talk out this is the reason why we are all out doing that because it's so relatable and you know we're really dealing with a lot of those same issues. Maybe some of them different, maybe on the, not on the high scale of Harry and Meghan dealing with, but we are dealing with those issues, whether it's the mental health issues, whether it's family issues, whether it's just life. And so it is important that, you know what, we continue uh, pushing back and move forward because we did tell them that it wasn't going to work. And look what happened. Harry just dropped the mic dropped the bomb on everybody we called the show well i called the show the war the art of war right and i'm sure everyone knows about this book it's an incredible book if you speak to anyone who's anybody they know about this book and even the politician politicians have used this book and it's an incredible book and when i hear the press was calling and saying that Harry it's having a war with his family. And I started thinking, are they meaning that the fact that Harry is beating them into their own game? We need to own this. This is art of war. This is how you do it. This is how you play them in their own game and owning it. So guys, we're back and Although we have not yet written the book, we have it. We have both. Um, but there's a lot being said. There's a lot going on. And there's this incredible article that um, Harry write with, um, God, what's her name? Barony Gordon. And um, I think it's an incredible um, article. And um, we'd like to go over it. But first and foremost, let me introduce again my guest, Charles and George. And Hello. so how are you guys doing? I know you guys been going through a lot and specifically George, I know you have some very difficulty lately. It's good to see you. It's good that you know you can be here with us and just um 
chat. No, for sure. And I think that's exactly the point with uh, what you said before, is that when it is issues of mental health and when you have experienced those issues yourself, um, it's one of those things where you have the opportunity to really make a difference in people's lives because you realize just how difficult it can be, how challenging it can be, uh, and that it does take help to be able to get past it. And so it's one of those things where you, you applaud what Harry's doing and, and you want to help support that movement because it's something that we just need as a society. How do you, uh, how are you, <laughs> Charles? Uh, no, I'm, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, the holidays were fast and furious. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, I mean, certainly I think everyone's had their fair share of uh, mental trauma and, and trying to get over various stages of either depression or, um, you know, mental challenges, just generally speaking. So, uh, so no, I think it is a good thing for, I think more and more people are speaking out and certainly applaud Harry for doing the same. Yeah. Um, I think for me, it just, um, it's been a bottle because being in the, um, for the work that I do, and many people don't know what work I do. And so I confront these challenges all the time, every day. And so, because it is so public, because I am in the public, uh, um, Serena. And so, yeah. Um, so how did you guys feel about, um, this article? The fact is, is that, you know, you know, how now they're talking about mental health issue as if like all of us are in a court. Well, I think even before, yeah, to your point, getting before before going into Bryony's article, just the way that it's being addressed in the press right now, the different headlines that you see between uh, what the, the headline in the Independent, the Royals' despair as as it seems that Harry's been kidnapped by this cult of psychotherapy, quote unquote, it's just so counterproductive, and and that's the nicest way of saying it, I think, because the potential damage that that can do to people who are either in the middle of seeking help from a therapist or considering seeking help because they need it to see a headline like that is so uh in in, in a negative portrayal of therapy uh, and what what the benefit that can give to people who are having mental health challenges it's just uh completely irresponsible and and malicious honestly right right what about you charles no i mean no, I, fer- I certainly feel the same way. Um, it is certainly disingenuous at best and completely dangerous at, at, at the very worst. Um, you know, you can just see just how they treat, obviously, like Kate and, you know, her entire family versus how they've been treating Harry and just the, the complete disparity between the two. And, you know, it goes back in terms of kind of what they were doing between Kate and Megan. You know, I mean, there's definitely the um, the similarities just in terms of, OK, well, if Harry wants to talk about it, then it's obviously this big cult of, you know, psychotherapist and how it's going to like help with this brainwashing and blah, 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 blah. But as soon as, you know, Pippa and kind of her whole family and Kate's whole family start talking about it, then obviously, oh, now it's this great thing that, you know, I'm glad people can kind of stand up and, you know, and, and use therapy. So just. Again, this completely disingenuous, and um, you know, and I think it's a it's a real shame because I probably th- I think that more people need it as opposed to anything else. So I think it's um, it's certainly doing a lot of damage to the general public. Yeah, um, I agree. I think for me, I find myself in a space where I just don't understand because if you to believe right now, most of us have come 
you know, a cause of this kind of challenge, especially mental health. And this is something that, you know, now we try to, you know, advocating and helping people because we see when you don't seek for help, when you don't deal with certain issues, how it manifests itself. And it's a good thing. I mean, even the royal, you know, I mean, to the um, um, thing that they really sort of try to do something about it, which is, we, I think we all applaud them, whether it's um, um, Harry's brother and his wife. And so that was nice to see. But now all of a sudden that, you know, you're appointing something like that and you're supposed to be pro them. I don't think that make them look good because now you're looking at what Harry said in his book, although we haven't read it, but we hear everyone's talking about it, even in his interview, is that how you going to be saying things like that? And if it's not coming from the family, shouldn't the family at least step out and say, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to, you know, treat it like that. Especially when you guys are advocating mental health and, you know, now how do we supposed to believe you guys? No, I think, I, I think I, you're, I don't get it. I think that's exactly what a great subject title for, for the, the conversation today, the art of war, because that is, it's brilliant in terms of what Harry's done with the book, even just with the, the interviews that he did in order to help publicize it and, and explain at least at a high level what he was talking about and why he was talking about it. Because then even that same day in terms of the, the leaks from uh, Spain and how those were uh, publicized in the press and what the way they put a spin on it to even right now, this idea of them despairing as he's captured by this cult of psychotherapy and the difference in treatment between him versus the rest of the royal family, it is exactly proving that point. It is it is showing in in clear examples everything that he has claimed to be uh, the case. And it's not like there's not an opportunity for the rest of the royal family to say, no, this is not actually the case. Let's actually step and make a, a, a statement in the press, whether it's about um, uh, Jeremy, what's the guy's name, Jeremy Clarkson, um, or these headlines right now they have the opportunity to speak out but the fact that they're not is itself again part of showing why what harry's speaking about what he's writing about is almost certainly true i mean we can't know for sure but it's like there's nothing to show elsewise and the thing is i actually i understand okay they don't want to be out there they don't want to sort of you know have to deal with the press i get it but there's certain things at the end of the day megan is a part of your family harry is your family and so you are taking these um whatever you call those things that you know um those challenges you want to talk about them you want to talk about mental health and then all of a sudden that you know what people want to tear that down i don't care what's out there you should make a statement and say no we this is not what we're going to do absolutely how can anyone believe that they're genuinely in support of mental health if they can't even care about it when it comes to their own family. Yeah, because one of the article I think talking about that now, um, something about I'm not sure allegedly that um, um, Harry's brother's wife say, make a statement to the idea that you know what um, metal what is it uh, talking therapy doesn't talking work for everyone doesn't work for it like what kind of what what. I don't. The whole, is the entire point of therapy. 
Well, and, and honestly, even if there were a, a grain of truth, the idea that of what that that statement is, it's not her place to say that she's not a therapist. That should be to each person working with their own Allegedly. therapist. If it's true if that it's she true. did if say it's true. something like but that. But that should be to each person with their own therapist to see what is the type of therapy that is going to work best for them. That's not something that, that helps publicizing and stating it like that without the additional context. Well, so what advice you guys would have for people that, you know what, knowingly, you know, for us here, we deal with our own mental health issues. What advice would you guys will give for people that, you know what, who now hearing these things and say, you know what, I don't want people to saying that, you know, I'm a part of cult or just don't seek help for whatever reason. Well, I think an initial advice would be to honestly <laughs> ignore the nonsense coming from the royal family to start with. Ignore that if you if you it's something well, that you pay attention to. Because we don't know if it's exactly, you know, obviously, yes, we're taking, you know, Harry at his own word and we believe on what he said. But obviously we're not there. We don't know. But what we do know, these things are being printed in the press and right. we don't know exactly where they're coming right. from. Ign- so ignore that, whether it comes from the royal family or from just the British tabloids themselves, wherever, whatever the initial source is. Ignore that and and believe that there is help, there is hope uh, and Oftentimes, that can come from working with a therapist. I know that's certainly been the case for me. Wonderful. And would you like to add something to that, Charles? Yeah, I think the big thing is um, you just need to seek help. I think with you know the whole toxic masculinity thing is that uh, a lot of a lot of men in particular feel they have to do it on their own and that they shouldn't need to kind of open up and talk to people just in general, if it's a therapist or not. I think the big thing is, is just realizing that um, you don't have to shoulder the burden by yourself and that um, you should seek help regardless if it's a therapist or if it's something else. But certainly don't let, um, you know, other person's opinions influence what actually may be beneficial to you, especially when they may have their own agenda um, that's behind it. Amen to that. So, guys, we're going to move to the next topic which is really bothering me is the whole bias thing that come out of the interview with harry and i think so many people it's taken in a very different way unconscious bias it's racist and it is especially for people of color and it's just what it is and but Again, what I think that Harry is doing, even though it sort of um, makes some people in the community mad, you know, wish that he didn't say it, he didn't put it that way, maybe he's misinformed. I don't think he is. I think he's brilliant from the way he put it. Because one of the things that happened um, with many white, and it's okay, I could say it because, you know, we sort of... (laughs) Blind family here and you know we are all biracial and white and so so i feel like you know i can talk in that perspective and i think when you for certain people the moment that you know you say the word racist it stop all conversation and i think sometimes it's much easier to find something to lead them to understand why something might be racist, you know, the unconscious, whether it's conscious, unconscious. I mean, there's so many different arguments about, and I agree with them all, but it's just a matter that, you know what, when it comes specifically for Harry, 
have he had clearly said that, you know what, his family is racist? Wow. It would have been completely different. Because now he would have owned the fact that, you know what, he said his family is racist. And we know what the press, we know what they would have done with that. And I don't think that's something his family, especially when he's tried to have a conversation with his family, you know, that his family would, you know, want to even acknowledge him in any kind of sort. I do think that was brilliant in his part to put it on the press. Yes, there is unconscious bias. And he also, in some really weird way, without saying that, you know what, maybe they are racist, he says, you know, look, once you know your you have this unconscious bias and you do nothing about it like I have, then that's when it's racist. And so I don't understand what part of it that, you know, people are having really problem with. And I want people to understand, especially people that will support Harry, is, is that, you know, Harry knows what he's doing. He's been very strategic on how he says things, even though there's certain things that we may not agree with him on. But knowing who and what he has to deal with, he has to be very careful on how he said it. Because, I mean, if you think about even in the book, when the book was leaked, you know, something that, you know, that happened, you know, him admitted on his numbers that, you know, people that he had killed and they take it completely out of context, right? And look what they did. And they could have done, not, I think they have done a lot of damage. And God knows what may come out of that. It's very scary. So you started beginning that you know what? He can't win. But however, he understands there is certain way to say things. Because you looked at, you know, even with his the interview that he has with um, Byronie Gordon. And I believe that, you know what, he mentioned something that, you know, look. You know, um, this book could have been two books because there's over like 800 things. And there is things that, you know what, I had to cut out because I know if I put that in out there, the damage that can be done to my family. I mean, I don't think I am, I, you know, he says damage, you know, so that's my word, but it's something to that aspect, right? Um, so, <clears throat> guys, please understand because, I mean, he, you know, he's a white man and he's coming from a place of love. He's coming, he's actually doing the work and I think he's not going to stop there. He's going to continue educating himself and I know how we feel about it, but give him some credit because, you know, have he had come out and says it's racist it, we would have been dealing with a very different ball game in our hand here. What are you guys' thoughts? No, I mean, I, I think I agree with you completely. I think the idea of approaching it that way for him and what he's trying to accomplish and being able to make it um, something that can be constructive and productive to take that approach of calling it that and and, uh, and kind of injecting that nuance into the understanding of how – uh, unconscious bias when left unaddressed or when left unignored becomes something uh, worse and something more active um, makes perfect sense. And I can understand to an extent why um, why some people will say that 
it's not going far enough. It's not being decisive enough in terms of, or descriptive enough in terms of the reality of it, because it's true at the end of the day, unconscious bias is racist. It, it is right. But the difference is that, um, there's unconscious bias that is for many people and myself included as a, as a white man is something that you are learning passively, something that you are adopting because of the nature of how our society is set up and the systemic racism that exists within society as a whole, rather than something that you are choosing to actively do with uh, in, in a conscious way. That's the whole difference why it's unconscious bias. And so there is a nuance to that. Um, and it's not to, to make it necessarily better, but it is important to understand that nuance in terms of how do you uh, try to drive progress. And I think Harry's point of saying, look, maybe it's, it's, a, it's a different level. It's a different thing when it's unconscious bias. But when it's called out, when you have that opportunity to address it, if you don't, then that's when there's a bigger problem. Yeah. So, you, Charles. Yeah. Um, I, I certainly agree. I think that um, he, uh, you know, as you say, I think he was very strategic and very thoughtful in terms of how he conveyed his point and how he was to describe the relationship and, and the feelings behind his family. So I think all of it was very, very intentional. And I think he has a tough balancing act between, you know, being of the family and trying to still care for his family and and be respectful to them but at the same time you know calling them out on what they have to call out and be called out on and, and at the same time defending himself and his wife so i mean it's it's a very tricky situation of you know being a part of a system and then finally breaking free of that system and then going back and then basically you know uh, trying to protect yourself from it so it's a it's a precarious place and then on top of that, you know, he also doesn't even have necessarily just the feelings that they have, but just obviously the kind of family that he belongs to. So, um, you know, there's going to be many, many repercussions off of what he says. And so he has to take all of that into account and then try and figure out what is the best way to achieve the outcome that he's looking for while being in, as honest and transparent as he can without actually doing damage to other aspects of what he holds important. So it's a, it's a really... T- tough tightrope that he's trying to walk. And I think he did a pretty good job, um, you know, protecting his wife, protecting his family on both sides, being truthful in what he says. And then obviously at the end of the day, um, I think it's fairly apparent. I think that's probably the biggest thing is that none of this stuff is like hidden in closets. None of this stuff is, you know, you can't go out and see yourself. Um, even just what we, you know, talked about earlier today about how there's two very clear instances in terms of how the different, the different families are being treated by the press. I mean, that's just the smallest of examples of what's actually happened, which was even 10 times worth for Megan when she was just coming in and obviously becoming a part of the family. So, um, you know, it's all plain to see, I mean, his grandfather and his father have made their own lapses in the past, you know, that are very well documented. So, I mean, none of this is... None of this is secret, right? Yeah, and it's it's also that you know what we need to understand is is that you know what he's coming from this family. Until he met Megan, he himself didn't even realize that you know he has these, you know, sort of um, unconscious bias or even sort of you know maybe some type of racism. I mean, when you looked at Harry's family from generation to generation, and for us, it's very clear anything that they say, we could say okay. 
it's totally racist, right? I mean, come on now, we know. But for him, I could understand where he's coming from. But I also know that he knows at this moment what it is. But saying it would be completely something different. And he need to find ways, you know, like you say, Charles, to actually say it without saying it. You know, and for me, I think, again, is a part of his brilliance, because even though it's been years of saying that, you know, he's not smart, he's not this, he's not, it's always a part of their plan. And now he's outsmart all of them and they didn't even see it coming. I mean, one of the things that's really, and I, <laughs> bother me. And the reason why it's bothering me is because. I know Harry said that, you know what, there's so much more that I could put in the book. And I know he talks about the fight with his brother. But as I was watching um, Byron, by the way, congratulations, Byron, and your 30,000 um, view um, subscriber. And it's incredible. And the work that you are doing. And um, he keeps showing this picture of Harry with bruises and it started making you wonder how did he get these bruises and it's around the same around the same time with this fight and I wonder was Harry in danger of any sort was Harry was being abused was it a very abusive situation what was going on there? What did because no one talked about that that bruise and his I don't know if anyone did. But I don't remember seeing it. Because for him to make a statement like that, for me, I think again is the genius part of him saying sending signal, hey guys, you better watch out. There's a lot more that I could have seen. In fact I did put a lot of down. And I choose to remove. So what are you going to do? And he has also speak about, you know, um, leaving space for them to come back and have a conversation. And I know Javi has not done because I know everybody say you should shut, close the door and be done with them. No, because what Harry is doing, it's right for history purposes. He's putting everything once you cannot blackmail him two you cannot use his kids and say their father was this or that because they're going to be able to see for themselves and three he's removing really the paycheck and i think they're mad and i think he's very 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 smart but he's also saying to his family look i'm giving you that chance to come onto the table and people are mad to say well you shouldn't you know what you know you've done all that what do you want yeah because if he didn't do that they will rewrite history and say oh he never gave them a chance i mean the man is brilliant you see they've been telling us that you know he's all megan and megan is extremely smart yeah she's a smart woman People fail to realize that, you know what, this is too smart individual. 
what are you guys thoughts it's a scary thing to think about the what you're saying at the beginning in terms of what could have been happening behind the scenes and just to, to the to the bigger picture of how much harry could have said and didn't what that could possibly be and so it's it's a it's a difficult thing to think about um but i think to your point the fact that he's left a lot of it out and he's left that space and left that room um how important it is how strategic that is um and also shows that he in in many ways that his intention shows his intentions shows the nature of his intentions that he's not just trying to destroy that he is trying to build and reconcile absolutely charles uh well to be honest um my whole feeling about you know him getting a bruise and them getting in a tussle i'm not too concerned about it because harry could beat his ass badly he went to two tours in afghanistan and while his brother was sitting at home doing nothing so he can very well take care of himself (laughs) so if it comes down between the two of them duking it out harry's going to win hands down um so in terms of that i mean obviously i mean there's family dynamics involved behind it so i'm sure he took it the way that he probably needed to and he felt he needed to anyway but um i mean the whole thing i think just overall is really unfortunate i mean at the end of the day i mean they went through a traumatizing situation they are probably the only two people who can relate in terms of how they were able to grow up together and 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 be in this world and uh grow up in such a harsh spotlight so it's really sad that um you know that the 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 relationship is as, is as fractured as it is but um you know i certainly think that harry did the right thing i mean he protected himself he protected his family um he didn't want to see what happened to his mother so he decided to take it upon himself to correct the situation and uh he's thriving his whole family is thriving so clearly you can see that he made the right call um and then i think he also left the door open for reconciliation if uh if the other party and his family actually wants it so um but we know even if they wanted to they may not be able to um to come back to something that you're saying that you know what harry can take care of himself and he could beat his behind up um we all know that because he's very athletic but we should not put it that way because we don't want people to think that you know he's okay abuse even whether you respond to an abuse or not it's abuse and it does have his um lasting effect on your mental health have you see it because again for many people who get abused sometimes they can respond they could do something they choose not to for whatever the reason but it stays with you you know in a case of his brother you know i think not wasn't just a smart idea because he's in a better place mentally but it's also he knows himself have he had put his hand on his brother who is you know, the sure. neck, the air. He would have been able to use that against Harry and what the press would have done with that. And we would have been having a very different conversation. And it's incredible how the press is not even talking about that. But if it was the other way around, it would have been a very different ball game. 
Okay? And I'm sure no matter how much therapy Harry is done, and I do believe that, you know, it is in a good place, but this thing doesn't just leave you. This stays with you. Okay? And so we need to empathize with Harry, even in a position sometimes very often, you know, when you've been in an abuse situation, sometimes there's a part of you, it's not like you want to continue being abused, but there's a part of, especially when it's coming from your family, the family aspect of it that you want, that you see what it could be if there wasn't this aspect of it. And, and, and you seek for it, you look for it, you know? And so we need to just be very, very careful, you know, on how we put these things out there because we certainly know Harry can take care of himself, but the damage is still done, even in a matter where he knows he could do damage to his brother if he wanted to. And it was a good thing that he didn't. Okay, so we'll move on until the next thing that ticked me off. And that probably the f- one of the first thing that I keep hearing, the financial aspect, the fact that he write a book and my God, you know, the money that he's making. It's like, do you guys know anybody that write books for free or just, do, do you guys know anybody that write books for free? It's any of those media people that write books, whether it's about themselves or Harry, is it free? Um, so can you guys explain to me what would they want him to, because this is his story, his life story, somehow for him to agree with him, he would have to do it for free? I, I don't get it. Can you guys talk no, about I mean- that? No, I, don't, I think it's what you talked about earlier. Is at the end of the day, I mean, by him writing this tell-all book and being completely honest and transparent about what happened and kind of his, you know, more rambunctious youth, I mean, he took the bread out of their mouth, and so they're pissed. Mm. I mean, that's basically what it is. So I don't think it's a question of, you know, he should have done it for free or not. The question is, I don't think they, I believe that they don't think he should have done it in the first place because that way he wouldn't have been able to defend himself. He's defended himself so well, so what else are they going to say? So, so there's nothing. They have pretty much it. What about you? Oh. <laughs> no, I was just uh, listening listening to Charles. I think what we actually should do, in addition to promoting Terry Lyons' uh, wonderful song, I think we should mm-hmm. also coin the phrase Harry's new tell half book. Because <laughs> I think it's 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 important. That, yes, there's always the, the, the salacious headlines that help sell newspapers or whatever it is. It's like, oh, it's a tell-all. It's a reveal-all. It's all of these things. But the reality is, like... Like we were just talking about before, Harry didn't actually say everything, and I think that's an important, important nuance, especially for those of us who believe him and and support him and um, believe in the work that he's doing. Um, to to keep that in mind. What? Um, but in terms of the the for free thing, it's even it's even richer because you think about the fact that they they step back from the royal family; they're no longer getting the the support from the right. the UK government he's got to pay for his own security which is even more expensive because of what the tabloids are doing exactly and so obviously he needs to be able to make money and we don't have any problem with that because we don't on we I mean there's many books all of us read 
here. Everybody has a life story. Everyone wishes that, you know, they could put their story out there. Well, not everyone, but maybe many people would love to be in a situation where you can tell your story, you could inspire people. And yes, you know, make an income of it because <laughs> the truth is, let's just say he give some kind of, you know, um, people his, the right to his story, right? And then what they're going to do with it? They're going to publish it for free? <laughs> I, I really don't get it, guys. I really don't understand. What's going on? Where are we? What's going to happen? What is happening? It's as though that, you know, these people, I don't know, maybe it's the bubble. Like we are not listening. We not see what we see. We not hear what we hear. Maybe... Yeah. The other thing about it is they're probably also just mad about how successful it's been. Because the fact is, it's flown off the shelves. And the fact that he's unseated Obama as having the fastest selling nonfiction book. Yeah, I'm sure part of it is because world... they're just upset of, because people actually care what Harry has to say. Yeah. People actually want to read it. And that, I'm sure, is uh, is irritating to many people, especially in the in the British press. Why do you guys, you know, in your opinion, feel like they didn't get and they continue not getting it and the damages that they are doing to themselves and specifically especially those royal folks that you know who tell you the history because for me as a you know person that who love history who love you know um sort of you know listening to all this documentary about the past and now i'm starting questioning all of it so how are we supposed to believe anything these people say when we are now that, you know what, we're counting on them to tell the truth. We're counting on them to pretty much, you know, document, you know, things that, you know what, our kids and our grandkids will learn about. And it's all a lie. Like, like it makes me question. Well, history is always written by the victors. That's just fact. And so there are many things throughout history that I'm sure have been sugar-coated, you know, glossed over or completely omitted. So I think we're just seeing it happen in real time now. Mm. So I think we just have to keep that perspective across anything. Um, I mean, I just read actually an article today where they were having this, um, this black lady here in America, just on her own volition, decided to record all of the newscasts from the early 70s until she just died early part of this year and they asked her why was she doing it and the thing that she said is so they can't lie hmm. that's wow. what she said she's she, so she had almost 50 years of recordings from the news um, specifically that way if anyone actually references anything or people actually say okay well this is what it was versus what this is she actually says she can literally go to the tape and be like I have this she has she had a warehouse specifically bought just to house all of these tapes and so, uh, in the end, actually, the uh, American uh, Congress, uh, Library of Congress, actually decided to go out and digitize these in order to kind of store them uh, for posterity. But again, she didn't even give up her physical copies. Is <laughs> just what she is, is how seriously she took this effort. And I think, you know, having that kind of mentality would just um, behoove all of us because, you know, you can see how poor it is just in terms of how they're trying to rewrite history. 
And I think one of the main reasons why they are bashing Harry for writing this book is because, you know, he took that job from them. Now he has proof. Now he actually has a reference to go back to and be like, this is actually what it is. It can't be deleted. It can't be omitted. It can't be whatever. I mean, it is a physical thing that's now in this world. Um, and it's going to go against the narrative that they're trying to play. And obviously they're upset about it. So, and the thing is like, you know, he has the receipts, like people can say this, that, and the other thing, but when you can actually go back and he has the receipts to prove what he says versus they can't do the same, then, um, there's a big contradiction there. So in the end, I think that, um, you know, your feeling of, you know, trying to understand what history is really about and the truth behind it, um, I think is probably a pretty positive one and probably a pretty good idea to have, um, just so we can all go back and reflect, okay, well, how do we actually get here and take stock in terms of, cause you know, if you don't understand your history, you're doomed to repeat it. Amen. And here we are. George, what about you? What do you feel like they didn't get and this continue not getting? And w- the damage they do into themselves, the media specifically. And so one of the things that, you know, I would like you to comment on is this idea that I think um, there is really incredible journalists out there. And there's great network that was trying every day. And I wonder if they do themselves a disservice by not pushing back on these things. Because what ended up happening is that, you know what, you're starting putting everybody in that one same bucket. It's interesting you say that. And I think that there's, I think there's, I would respond to that in two ways. I think there's truth to the to the idea that those journalists and those editors and many of them are probably good people and 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 are maybe in positions or in in situations where they feel that they have to act in a certain way um, because of the way the structure is set up because of the way the environment works Um, and to your point maybe they should be pushing back more individually as individuals but the other thing that it makes me think about is something that's really important that Harry brought up and something that we all should be probably focusing on perhaps more than anything else is that it's all well and good for the press and journalists to police the powerful, to police the elite, to police governments Mm -hmm. and to hold them to account. But Harry's question is exactly on point and it's something that we all need to be asking ourselves is if they're the ones policing the powerful and the governments and the elite, who is it that is policing the press? And so that idea of whether or not it's pushing back from within pub, uh, publications and their, those organizations, the people who actually contribute, pushing back individually, or the the public actually asking that question of who who's holding you accountable? How do we know that what you're doing is genuine or legitimate or in our best interest? Having that conversation and, and asking those questions is something that we really need to start doing more of. Yeah, because we we trust them with so much. We trust them to so much. And I think it's something that I feel like they need to honor. Well, I think that to, to, to what we were talking about just before we started recording, the idea of how does the matrix fit into this uh, as, a, as, an, as an example, as an illustrative example of these conversations, not only are we all interconnected and that we all a part of this story that is happening that is playing out uh, between Harry and, and his 
family on both sides, but to the idea of questioning the press and holding them accountable, they are, in many ways, the, the lens through which we see and understand our reality. That's how we understand what's happening in the world. And we often take it for granted that they're telling the truth when they may not be. Or they may be portraying it in a way that that uh, emphasizes some things more than us, and that, and we all know that it's true, in the back of our heads. And we think about it, it's like, yeah, of course, they're probably emphasizing certain things that work to their best interest. But it's something that probably shouldn't be in the back of our heads. It should be actually in the front of our heads, and and really right. thinking about how do we how do we make sure that what we are getting information from these organizations is actually in our best interest as a society. So, in closing. Where do we go from here? Obviously, we have Harry book. We're going to read that, and we will talk even more about it because, you know, I didn't want to put too much emphasis, you know, in the book. I think if you don't have the book, go get it. Um, based on everything I'm hearing is incredible. Um, we will, I want to make sure that, you know what, I, I, we read it ourselves. And because there's a lot that is not in front um people really probably not talking i don't hear anyone talking about them they just glimpsing them that i feel like is equally really important that we should talk about and we're certainly going to be doing a you know a lot of shows uh i hope you guys support us mm -hmm. i hope you guys continue you know um pushing um this podcast and hopefully we can get to a task and then we'll be able to communicate with our fans um, a little bit better but um, before we leave here where do we go from here knowing where we are right now with the media with Harry with of it all mental health you know just to pick it back to something recently happened um, it was this really wonderful dancer who worked for Arlen DeGeneres when you looked at this guy, I follow him, and he was incredible. God, I cannot think of his name right now. Um, just amazing guy, uh, always smiling, had this big smile, and his wife, Allison, I remember the wife's name, not his name, and incredible. You would never know. What is it? Twitch. Twitch. You would never know this guy had any type of issues, any type of problem, and you know, looking at you know, from the outside looking in, that it's though that, you know what, hey, he made it. Great wife, good family, money's coming, <laughs> that's my assumption, doing well. What could be the problem, right? And yet, we hear what happened. We hear what happened. And now he left, what, three kids? So this is not a joke. So what do we have to tell these people? What is it that, you know what, we, where, where do we go from here? Because these things all keep happening. And it's as though they're not listening. They don't, either they, don't, they either don't get it or we don't get it. So what's next? Well, I think... From the way I see it at this point anyways, I think that Harry's actually done a good job of setting an example and leading by example. Um, he's not discounting or throwing away 
the people who uh, are on the other side that aren't maybe where they need to be yet in terms of an understanding of what matters, especially from a mental health perspective. He's left the door open for that conversation to continue. But at the same point, has said, look, even if you're not, I'm still going to push forward on these things that matter, uh, these these causes and these issues that are worth supporting uh, because they make a, a life worth living. And so I think that that is uh, a good example for us all to to take a look at and see how we can apply that for ourselves. Wonderful. Well, say you. Yeah, I think um, two things. One, just realize that you're you're not alone, even if you think that you are. Um, and two is that um, you just need to keep fighting the good fight, uh, realizing that. Um, you know, even when you have all this pressure kind of pushing down on you, that, um, you know, you don't have to win the battle every day. You just have to put one foot in front of the other. So, you know, you know progress is that, just progress. So as, even if it's a, a an inch or a mile, it doesn't matter. The fact is you're moving forward. So, um, you know, don't put as much pressure on yourself. You know, take it easy. Realize that everyone has a different kind of race they need to live in. And um, just do your best. Take care of yourself. Well, for me, is I think I want people to understand that abusers, they like to gaslight you. Once you put your foot forward, you say something, then they turn back and tell you, like, you're the one that was abusing them. And it's a form of abusing you to make you think that, you know, somehow that you there's something that you're missing it's your fault for being abused by talking about it that's why you've been abused and so we need to push back those of us that you know have platform those of us now who have the opportunity to stand up and understand yes you know there's, there's time it's really hard it's hard to even do this to even do this show and i don't know how Byron and everybody else that you know who's holding this press you know um foot on the fire and just pushing back and fighting back and we are a huge supporter of all of them even though we are not um doing our shows every week like we would like to but we continue to support them because we know it matters and it's a hard thing to do but it's one that we must because it affects all of us and so let's keep up the fight and so, yes, guys, we are back. And so, um, last not least, in a lighter note, guys, please go and support Terry Lyons and let me let make her album, or I don't even think it's an album, actually. <laughs> I think it's just the song. We're going to leave you guys with the song, and we all should shout out really loudly, Go Harry. And we'll put the whole song in the show note. It is funny. It is nice, and she's incredible. Come on. Go, Harry! Go, Harry! Go, Harry! No, no, no. Gotta start. Go, Harry. You'll never go black singing. Once you go black, you'll never go black. The queen say, Harry, my grandson. You was always happy with the rules that we set. But she can't feel what Harry is feeling because she never eat a black meat yet. Everybody at home, go Harry. Say, go Harry. Lisa, go Harry. 
Good night. Oh, well, not good night. Good afternoon, guys. Bye. <laughs> See you guys soon. Go support.